The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Bart. How are you? I'm fine. How are you today? I'm doing well because it's going to reach 47 degrees today. That's right. Maybe even 50. Maybe. That'd uh, be great. But um, winds will be uh, quite strong. Mm. We could see gusts as high as 32 miles an hour, and it's actually giving us a wind chill right now of 32, uh, but it's 41. You know where you have to be careful now. Parking lots, sidewalks, driveways, ice. sheets of ice, sheets of ice. I went out in our driveway and tried, you know, breaking it up for like five seconds and then walk back inside because uh, I think. Do you ever uh, take uh, like real big buckets of hot water? And put them <laughs> not anymore. I learned my lesson <laughs> as a child that that does not work at all. So we've only had one fall in the driveway so far this year. So we're okay. And everyone's okay. Everyone's fine. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, tonight, President Joe Biden will deliver his State of the Union address. And do you know he's been rehearsing for weeks? Well, if I was doing the State of the Union, I would be as well. Yeah. Mainly it's to overcome his uh, stutter, which he's had since childhood. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Really? He yeah. will be talking about uh, his bipartisan legislation that he signed, and he'll also preview themes of his planned re-election and Arkansas Governor uh, Huckabee, uh, what's her name? Sarah Huckabee Sarah Sanders. Huckabee. She will give the uh, Republican response afterwards. Oh, it should be a fun two years, don't mm -hmm. you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it should be a wonderful, wonderful, uh, wonderful election season. Mm -hmm. Have you, uh, do you, is there anything you hope to gain from tonight's uh, State of the Union? Is there anything that you're curious about whatsoever? Not really. Not really. <laughs> Not really. So are you going to watch? Mm. No, no, because LeBron, LeBron is going for the all-time record tonight. Could happen tonight. Yeah, it could, 36 points away. So I was interested to see how much tickets uh, would cost, and it's not as bad as you would think. Mm -hmm. We talked about this uh, Kobe's last game. That was a hard yeah. ticket. Um, you can get in the building for 125 bucks. Wow. Yeah. 125 bucks. Uh, the most expensive ticket, $92,000. Oh my goodness. Could you imagine? That would be, uh, courtside. Okay. Uh, could you imagine uh, $92,000 and then he gets 35 points? Oh, man. Oh, wow. Wow. So it'll be cool. It's a record a lot of people did not think would ever be broken. And uh, it's kind of cool that uh, someone that is still playing at a high level is going to break that record. So That's awesome. Very cool. Speaking of expensive ticket prices, uh, the Super Bowl tickets, you could uh, end up paying $10,000 a ticket. And, of course, Super Bowl is big money. Fox yesterday announcing they've sold all of their commercial oh, yeah. availabilities, 6 to $7 million per 30-second spot. And crypto is out, and alcohol is in. Mm. 
it used to be that Anheuser-Busch had, uh, they had a monopoly on Super yes. Bowl ads, but no, they gave that up, so we'll be seeing all kinds of alcohol ads in the mm. uh, Super Bowl. And prop bets. Oh, big. Yes. yes. Very big, very big. Yes. Yeah, last year it was uh, just crypto. Mm -hmm. Everything was crypto. Yeah. Arenas named crypto, commercials crypto. Uh, I don't know. This is one of the big prop bets. What color will the Gatorade be that douses the winning coach? And did you know, here's a fun fact, the Gatorade color for each Super Bowl shower is chosen by Gatorade every year, and they'll line up three different coolers on the sideline after the game with different flavors and colors. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Very cool. So it's up to, it depends on what, uh, what bucket um, the winning team grabs. It could be orange, could be yellow, could be green, could be pink. That looks like citrus cooler. And Brandon, you may remember this. Citrus cooler was Michael Jordan's favorite flavor of Gatorade and they stopped making it like 25 years ago. I don't know why, but that was the best. Uh, what will Rihanna sing first in the uh, halftime show? Don't Stop the Music's his favorite. And how long will Chris Stapleton's anthem be? Mm. Two minutes is the over-under. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to talk with the staff. I know that they'll have a lot of bets lined up for the game. <laughs> I, uh, for five straight years, believe it or not, well, you do know this, me and a group of friends flew out to Vegas for the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, so much fun you get these sheets pick all these bets and it's so fun you know bet on the coin toss heads or tails those are the type of bets i like are you going to do that this year i think i'm not going to do that i'm just going to sit and watch the game and let let everyone around me uh gamble and stress out here's the lives are ruined after the coin toss they just throw everything on the coin toss like a hundred grand on the coin toss yeah here's an interesting bet and i don't know if it's one of the bets um you can actually make but um, Jason Kelsey at the yes. Philadelphia Eagles Center. Um, part of the big story is the, the brothers are playing each other. Yeah, but Jason his, and wife, his wife is nine months pregnant, and she is going to the game, and guess who she's taking with her? Sitting next to her in the stadium. A doctor? Her obstetrician. You're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. That's called making it happen. Mm -hmm. Extra effort. So mm -hmm. I like that. And they'll get to, uh, wouldn't that be crazy? Mm. Well, last year someone had a baby. How about the, all the other obstetricians' patients that are nine <laughs> months pregnant back home? Uh, oops, sorry. Celebrity baby coming. Uh, someone won the Powerball last night, $747 million in Washington. Mm. One winner. Uh, we might be getting $180 each. The governor is really? proposing that a uh, rebate to mm. every Michigan filer of $180. Mm. Okay. And Bobby Leddy, the governor's spokesman, said that checks could come as early as spring. So uh, watch your mailbox. It's got to be approved and get through the legislature, but it's um, expected to pass and be signed. Will we have to do anything, or will we just sit back and It'll collect the mailbox come. money? Just come. Wow, okay. More, More mailbox Oh, yeah. Awesome. Money. Hey, today's show is brought to you by Heather Herndon and the entire Herndon team at Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. And each week, Heather reminds us why it's great to live here and why we love living here. And uh, today, we're going to talk about Ella Sharp Museum. They have a new dinosaur safari exhibit. It's an immersive exhibit for children and families, now open. 
It's a 2,500 square foot exhibit, features seven animatronic dinosaurs, as well as hands-on stations that help children uh, imagine themselves as paleontologists. You know who my favorite paleontologist is of all time? Um, Ross Geller from Friends. Oh yeah. Uh, the Incredible World of Dinosaur Safari features colorful and lifelike dinosaurs, including Triceratops and T-Rex. Open during museum hours, now through the month of May. Visit ellasharp.org, and uh, that's been a popular exhibit. Uh, your grandchildren have been to this exhibit, mm -hmm. and uh, it's very, very cool. It's really cool. Yeah, highly recommend this. Thanks to Heather Herndon and the entire Herndon team at Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. One week from today is Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. Do you have something for your Valentine? Working on it. Working on it. I've been checking out some stores and things like that, um, but I have not bought yet. An animal shelter in Hamilton, Ohio has an idea. Uh, Valentine's Day gifts for your ex. Mm. Your ex. That's on a Valentine's great Day, idea. They will name their uh, kitty litter box after an ex-romantic partner. It costs $5 per box. <gasps> and write your ex, ex's name in the kitty litter box. And they say, don't spend this Valentine's Day down in the dumps. Instead, cheer yourself up while making a difference for animals in need. We will write your ex's name in a litter box and give it to the cats to let them do what they do best. Well, I'd like wow. to see how much Venmo money they've got out of that. Can you put last names on there or just first? I don't know. I think mm. you'd probably do the whole thing. Yeah, very cool. Wow, interesting. Spite oh, gift. $5 a name for $10, put both names. Yeah, that's pretty good. First, first and last. Yeah, very good. Mm -hmm. uh, it's Black History Month, and tomorrow Jackson College invites you to a special celebration of Black History. They will be having a special lunch event in Burt Walker Hall. Uh, historical tribute, musical entertainment by Brandon Marcel, authentic soul food and beverages. It's all free. Just show up cool. noon at Burt Walker Hall. Awesome. 12 noon. Very cool. cool. Uh, speaking of Jackson College, you and I are headed out to the Sportsman's Banquet on Saturday. I'm looking forward to that. That's where I will get a Valentine's Day. Good idea. Yeah. They have all kinds of wonderful prizes. I'm very excited to go. Thank you for attending this with me, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe uh, David Barker's going with us as well. I heard that. So, very cool. Um, I mentioned Valentine's Day. I went to Jackson Candy and Fudge Factory and Gift Emporium yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, Brandon and I were there, and they are loaded up for Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Loaded up. Actually, there was a gentleman buying things in there for his grandkids, which uh, Brandon and I thought was very cool. Um, but yeah, they have all kinds of things. You know what I found out? Brandon's what Brandon wants for Valentine's Day? No. Necco wafers. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Necco wafers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just the dust. They stopped making them for a while. They know? did, yeah. but they have a they have a full rack over at Jackson Candy and Fudge Factory and Gift Emporium. They have so much. I mean, I told you I got a teacher gift there, uh, Mother's Day gift, whatever you like. It's cool. What's your favorite Echo Wafer flavor? Uh, well, I'd have to open them up again and decide, but mm. not not the black one. That's my favorite. Really? Yeah, it is. I knew is you favorite. were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. One of the one of the lightly colored ones. The white one is good too. Yeah, the white's good. Yeah. yeah. That's my when, <laughs> uh, when uh, the New England Confectionery Company uh, announced that they were gonna stop making them. Mm -hmm. uh, Catholic kids all over the nation uh, were very upset because they used them 
to play communion. To play communion. To play communion. No one plays communion. <laughs> no one plays communion on kids, the kids playground. Play hey, Brandon, meet me outside. What are we doing today? Football, soccer? No, we're playing communion. <laughs> I don't think that happens. It's true. It is not. Hey, yes. I need to compliment uh, the Michigan Center Athletic Boosters and their entire staff. We had a tournament. Well, yes, you were there for a minute. By the way, what time did you get there in the concession stand wide open, like 8 o'clock in the morning? and it was open. Yeah. Uh, Ella forgot a water bottle. Before that day was even over, I got a text from uh, whoever's in charge of their athletic boosters saying, you left a water bottle, we'll leave it here for you. Every time we go in there from the whoever's taking the money to whoever is working the concession stand or game management, everyone at Michigan Center always uh, first class, happy, uh, positive experience, and it's not like that everywhere. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Michigan Center. Yeah, they have two of the coolest gyms. Yeah, the, uh, the Haynes Gym is beautiful. It's bright. It's light. It's got windows. It was hot as heck in there, though. Yeah. But you know what? You play better when it's hot. And I like the Furman Gym for the really thin, old school uh, wood floor. That love they it. Have. Absolutely love it. Yeah, but um, you can tell that they've worked really hard on their culture there, mm -hmm. and they care about how they're guests are treated um, when they come to campus. So just shout out to uh, Michigan Center. Way to go. Uh, last week we were talking about, we, it was our idea that um, all kids should get free lunch at school. It was. Yes. And now the governor, apparently the governor does tune in from time to time. Thank you. Good morning, governor. Uh, but uh, she is thinking of using some of the state budget surplus to give free lunch to every kid in every school all the time. Why don't we just do that? That's something Let's just do that and then we don't have to worry about it mm -hmm. uh, anymore. So um, this idea would cost about $160 million uh, for the state, but it would impact 1.4 million children. So it would only cost $160 million? Yeah. That's not bad, no. considering all the things. Well, we gave $200 million to, uh, to nothing. some cement plant in the UP. Well, then I think if we're giving $200 million to a cement plant, we can give every kid in the state free lunch. Mm -hmm. Sounds good to me. I look forward to it. I look forward to that as well. Mm -hmm. I do. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, we have a lot, uh, lot going on this week that we want to talk about as far as uh, coffee and coffee is community. Mm -hmm. um, local shops are working together to help the owners of Fortress Cafe. Uh, Elizabeth Bone uh, from Fortress um, is dealing with stage four breast cancer and the following businesses are helping out um, donating portions of their sales to the family to help with ongoing treatment. On Wednesday is uh, Callahan's Coffee Cafe in Brooklyn. Thursday, Daily Grind and Food Hub. Friday is Trailhead Coffee Shop and Musgrove and Company. And I believe Ogma Brewing is, is jumping in as well, so. Mm, they are. They are, yeah. So uh, congratulations to uh, everyone that's participating. It's awesome. You guys should be honored, and uh, thank you for what you're doing. Yeah, our area's uh, nose coffee uh, shop is the Trailhead mm -hmm. in uh, downtown Concord. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. So, yeah. Awesome. So let's go all, 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 four, all four. Yeah, we're going to do that all, yeah. uh, all four days, spend our money there for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, AMC theaters, you know, we don't have one of those anymore. We have an no. abandoned AMC theater. But they announced yesterday that they are going to uh, 
charge more for the better seats mm? at a movie theater. What? Yes. What's a good seat? <laughs> Fifth row middle? No. I would pick, I, I pick a seat based on um, if it's dry. That's mm -hmm. first, it's gotta be dry. And it's gotta have a floor that's not um, sticky. Mm -hmm. And it's got to have nobody around me. That's, that's <laughs> the key. I go based on where other people are sitting. So. I don't think it's going to work. But I just don't get to too many movies. Well, they're going to have to number all the seats. I mean, it's ridiculous. And people like to move around. Someone's in front of you. You don't like their hat. Um, I, don't I don't think it's going to work. I, think I don't it's either. It's going to be a further death in the nail, or a further nail in the death of the, uh, the movie theaters. They're killing yeah. themselves. They are. They are. Why would you do that? Why would you sell a higher ticket price for the same theater uh, that is the size of a movie theater? I don't know. It's crazy. Silly. Uh, you know what I watched on TV last night? Uh, Tom Brady's third retirement? No, but I'm looking forward to watching him in the booth uh, <laughs> next year. How do you think he's going to do? Well, he says he's going to take a whole year to practice. So <laughs> He better be good after that. <laughs> he better be good. Because it won't start till 2024. Yeah, yeah. And who's he going to be with? I don't know. Joe Buck is already there. <sighs> I know, I know. It's interesting. It'll, uh, I don't know, I think there's a lot of people that think he's going to do a great job because he's just so lovable and mm -hmm. uh, likable. Um, Peyton Manning too, but yeah. he never jumped in, so we'll see how it goes. He's lovable unless you're, uh, what's, what's his first wife's name? <laughs> um, Giselle? No, no, no. Uh, stop. Bridget Monahan. Mm. She was in uh, your favorite show with uh, Tom Selleck, mustache. Magnum P.I.? Nope. Blue Bloods. <laughs> Let's get to some sports. Brought to you by our friends at Extreme Dodge. You've seen every season of Blue Bloods. Don't act like you haven't. No, I stopped watching it when they killed off... Uh, <laughs> Donnie's wife? Yes. When they killed Donnie's wife... That's when I stopped watching. I stopped watching. watching it too. When they killed Donnie Wahlberg's wife in that freak helicopter crash. Yeah. I stopped watching. I did too. I did too. And let that be a lesson to anyone who's producing TV shows. You kill off a character... Yeah. I'm stopped. I'm not watching Especially a, a nice character yeah. like uh, Donnie, Donnie Wahlberg's wife was yeah. in Blue Bloods. All right, here's our scores. Boys, oh, I got uh, girls basketball and boys basketball scores. Boys, Tecumseh beat Michigan center by 12. Girls basketball, Columbia handled Napoleon. Concord fell short, and East Jackson continues their winning streak over Hanover Horton, they are, uh, East Jackson is rolling right now. Here's what's coming up on deck. We've got boys basketball, uh, Clinton at Columbia Central, Concord at Homer, Jackson at Ipsy. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're allowing fans at that, but we'll find out. Northwest at Coldwater, Reading at Springport, Vandy at Manchester, and then Eaton Rapids at Western. There's the girls, uh, Basketball as well, Michigan Center at Grass Lake, Ipsy at Jackson, Jackson Christian on the road, Napoleon at Addison, Northwest at home, and Western on the road. Thank you to Extreme Dodge and the team for helping us bring you um, all the scores and schedules. Uh, don't drink and drive from the police blotter. I can't believe it's happened again, but Officer Reasoner uh, came upon a vehicle running at the corner <laughs> of Michigan and West. An unconscious subject behind the wheel uh, arrested for uh, open intoxicants and DWI second offense. 
you're, they fall asleep, they go to the, they, they get to the light, they fall asleep, they're so drunk. And also, on the uh, intersection of East High Street and South Cooper, officers found an unconscious subject behind the wheel of the vehicle, again, arrested for drunk driving. They're it's so drunk, they're passing out at the stoplight. Hey, some of those lights are long. <laughs> Very yeah, long, yeah. and those off. There's a lot of lights, yeah. so. All right. on the show today. We've got a great show lined up. We're going to get things started with Dr. Matthew Badke from Jackson College right after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Our show today is brought to you by the Center for Family Health, and the center is inviting you to be a flu fighter this flu season. Get your flu shot. Call 517-748-5500 today or visit the walk-in clinic. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to health care for all for more than 30 years. Our show today is also brought to you by the Cascades Manor, located in the beautiful 465-acre Cascades Park. The Cascades Manor is the perfect location for your next special event, available seven days a week. And there are still open dates for 2023 weddings, so uh, you better call the Manor today to get that booked. Yeah, they've got openings for weddings. Yeah, that's awesome. Joining us now from Jackson College is Professor of Biology and Chemistry, Dr. Matthew Badke. Welcome back. All right, great to be here again. Good morning. Good morning. Well, uh, we've had uh, so many conversations about um, all the illnesses that we've had um, right. during the winter. It sounds like uh, we've got the state has got low flu risk, and we're mm. seeing uh, COVID numbers go down each week. Yep. Uh, we still have people in the hospital. People are yep. still dying, but it, it's improving. Right, so the last two winters, obviously, you guys I'm sure remember, we've had these huge spikes in cases and hospitalizations, and people were worried that maybe we would see that again, and it just looks like that has not been the case. So mm-hmm. you can see these big spikes that we've seen the last two years, and then this year we had a little increase when the weather got colder, but it really has mm-hmm. been nothing like the last two years. So that's a big thanks to the high rate of vaccination, high rate of immunity from people having been sick Mm -hmm. with it before. Um, Like you said, it hasn't gone away. It's basically turned into another one of those, the word you use is endemic, meaning it's just something that's around. People are getting it occasionally. Um, It's something we need to pay attention to and be be thinking about and monitoring just like influenza and other uh, infectious diseases as well. But um, it's just, it's kind of faded into the background with these mm-hmm. other ones. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Very good. Uh, Matt, have you seen Jurassic Park? <laughs> I have. <laughs> Is, what's your favorite, the first one? Mine's the first oh, one. Oh yeah. yeah, I remember seeing that as a kid, yeah. going to the theater and just being- amazing. Frightened? Oh yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I read the books, the, the yeah. book was great. I was very frightened. So. Um, you know Wayne Newton is in that? Or not Wayne Newton, <laughs> what's <laughs> the guy's name? <laughs> from, uh, from Seinfeld, oh. the next door guy. Uh, Newman. 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 <laughs> Newman's in that. Thank you, Brandon. Sorry. I That's think right. Wayne Newton's. Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton sings the. Uh, he's title in. Song. He's in something, but not that. Sorry. <laughs> so Steven Spielberg brought these dinosaurs back to life, and now it sounds like science is actually uh, there are um, plans to bring back um, what were they uh, extinct extinct yes. animals? Can that happen? Yeah. Well, 
We'll see. But <laughs> there's, a, there's a company that was founded, uh, let's see, in 2021, uh, Colossal Biosciences. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's some geneticists and people that are sort of on the cutting edge of, of what we can do as far as cloning and things like that. And their idea is that we have so many species that have already gone extinct and many more that are going extinct each year. Mm -hmm. And many of these are, are since humans have been around and, and to, because of human intervention that we've seen a lot of these things. And so the idea is, can we possibly bring these things back, right? The idea of de-extinction. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the way that you would do that is go and find, we know that you, know, you can go out and, and in permafrost, you can find you know, bones and mm -hmm. tissue of woolly mammoth and stuff like that. Well, there's a little bit of DNA in some of those tissues still, and some of it's preserved. Now, it's not a full, full genome we're talking about here, but there's bits and pieces of it. And so the idea is they've sort of taken those bits and pieces and put them back together and then kind of filled in the gaps. If you remember from Jurassic Park, it's mm -hmm. actually not that far from, from that idea that they, yeah. they had to fill in some of those gaps with other sequences then of closely related animals. Uh, and, and they're getting to the point where they're starting to think about, okay, now if we have this full sequence, taking that and basically doing our sort of mechanisms that we've already done for the last 20 years for cloning of animals uh, to be able to potentially then develop an embryo, you put it into a related species. So like for a woolly mammoth, the closest mm -hmm. related thing would be like an elephant. Mm -hmm. And so you'd actually use a surrogate elephant then to grow up a new mm -hmm. woolly mammoth potentially. So they're yeah. saying like 2027 Amazing. maybe would be the earliest oh. that you would do something like that. And, and then it would be how, I mean, I don't even know if you could re reintroduce or how that's that what, would look. That's it would have to be all controlled well, probably at first, right? I mean, it brings up so many interesting questions. Yeah. I mean, ethically, is it appropriate to do it? I think their argument is, well, you know, if it wasn't for humans, they would probably still be around. So why don't we bring them back? But I think... Yeah. It's a very different world they're going to be bringing them back into than 15,000 years ago when woolly mammoths were around or yeah. whatever. So, you know. Uh, we don't want to bring a woolly mammoth back. I don't. What would you, you know, bring back? I don't want to bring any of them back. Well, I, just I mean, the circle of life. I mean, there are, right. you know, animals. That come Wouldn't you like to meet a real dinosaur? <laughs> no, that didn't work out. Don't you remember? Yes, I do remember the movie. It didn't right. work out. Yeah. And it's still... Uh, it just seems like you said we've done this. Uh, we've like brought, we've reintroduced animals to um, right. parts of the country or parts of the world right. where they they've, they've yeah. gone missing, and then people say, "Oh, maybe we shouldn't have done that. They're eating up all the X and X." You know? <laughs> a, a lot of unintended consequences yeah. are, are have often been seen, mm -hmm. and it's very possible you could have that situation again. So, uh, supposedly, their thought is the woolly mammoth. The uh, thylacine or the Tasmanian tiger. Oh, that's what um, be good. And and just last week they announced they're going to now be working on the dodo okay. bird and, as well. And the dodo and Tasmanian tiger are recently, more recently extinct. Right. So right. The, the dodo bird was uh, went extinct in like the 1700s. Oh wow. So yeah. So more recently. So who knows? Uh, they they have a whole bunch of money. They've been given a lot of, a money lot of funding. That. Yeah. Um, and they have some really smart people working on it, so we'll see. What I mean, animal would you bring back? 
I don't know. I, I mean, Passenger Pigeon was a, another like a, recent one. That was the early that 1900s. Yeah. So there might actually be some better preserved DNA samples of something like that. Yeah. But it's just a really interesting thing to kind of ponder and think about. Is this a good idea? Should we be doing this, yeah. right? And I don't know. I don't have the answer. First comes a passenger pigeon, and then the passenger pigeon flew. And then 10 go. years after, the passenger pigeon pet. There you go. <laughs> and the birds. The birds, they're, 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 that's the next thing we're worried about, the bird flu. Mm -hmm. And that potentially could be a lot worse than, than COVID. Well, I think there's always been, you know, I mean, we had, uh, what was it, 2009, uh, the H1N1 mm -hmm. uh, strain circulated. And again, the H's and N's just refer to sort of different versions of influenza. So different proteins that are on the surface of the virus. And that's uh, where, where people come up with those distinctions. Um, typically, uh, like H1N1 is one of the, what they call avian influenza, uh, strains of flu that initially circulate in bird populations. And then usually through another animal, like a pig or something like that, is how those gain the ability to then be passed to humans. Uh, so usually in places where you have all three of those animals together, so a bird of some kind, uh, something like a pig. A mink. Oh, yep. Uh, and humans. Then you have the potential for those viruses being passed around, and, and they change a little bit, uh, and, and then can potentially be able to infect humans. So that's what we saw. 1918 was an H1N1 strain that uh, there was no previous immunity to, went around the globe two times, killed about you know, 25 to 50 million people. Um, but that's, you know, that was a very different situation uh, mm -hmm. than what we're talking about now. So in 2009, we saw that H1N1 was highly infectious, but didn't cause a lot of death mm -hmm. or severe disease. And, and hopefully people are monitoring these things and after the last two years, we're gonna pay a lot better attention to when these things do start, if they can jump to humans, paying attention to what's going on. Interesting conversation uh, today. Thanks for being here, All right. uh, Dr. Badke, we appreciate it. Yeah, good to see you guys. Matthew Badke from Jackson College. More of The Morning Show right after this quick break. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. If you like chocolate as much as Bart, we have an event for you and it's in Chelsea. It's the Chocolate Extravaganza. And it's happening Saturday, February 11th. 10 to 8, the Chop Chelsea Michigan Merchants are hosting the 14th Annual Chocolate Extravaganza. If you are passionate about chocolate, you must attend this chocolate extravaganza. Perfect opportunity to celebrate Valentine's Day and purchase gifts for loved ones while supporting downtown Chelsea. Visit shopchelseamish.com. Joining us now is the Athletic Director at Lumen Christi Catholic School, Jesse Brown. Good morning, Jesse. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me yeah. on. Yeah, big, big day coming up. You've got a Night of Champions uh, celebrating three coaches who've amassed uh, 
dozens and dozens of state championships. Too many to count. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, it's yeah. 42. It's wow. 42. Yeah. So, yeah, and Dave Swartow leads that with 17. So yeah. Does he remind everyone that he has the most? He does, and okay. he specifically reminds Herb. I bet. So, I, you know, yeah. I mean, that's a lot. But <laughs> when you're in that great company, I mean, that's obviously that's a fun conversation. But yeah. uh, talk a little bit about the night and uh, what we're going to hear from these uh uh, Hall of Fame coaches. Yeah, so it's going to be on uh, February 23rd, which is a Thursday. We're going to be in the cafeteria at Lumen Christi. And um, really what we want to get out of the night is to be able to share, you know, it, it's share what they are doing in their programs mm-hmm. with people in the community. Yeah. Because I think what happens, we take it for granted. Yeah. Like there's three guys, um, and if you look around the state of Michigan, I don't know if you'll find it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've been really like thinking real hard on that and looking at it and to mm-hmm. see and I don't think we're going to find where you have three three gentlemen or, or three coaches that um, have amassed what they've amassed over the last, don't tell them I said this, but 50 years each, yeah. right? Like it's, they've been there a long time and, and they've adjusted with the times. Um, and you can see that the, the results are still proven um, from the time that they started to the time that, you know, to this year. Um, all three of them won a regional title. Um, and uh, Mike came up short with the cross country piece in the, state championship, but uh, Dave and Herb won that. Uh, you know, Dave in his 50th season uh, this year was a state champion, and uh, Herb in his 43rd year mm-hmm. was a state champion. And that's, that's just amazing. Uh, and to hear, um, you know, what they have to say about, you know, how they've stuck through that and some of the, the bright spots, some of the tough spots, uh, what they love the most about it, um, why they've stayed at Lumen Christie this long. Uh, all three of them have uh, only coached at Lumen Christie, so mm-hmm. that's really special as well. So um, I'm really looking forward to just hearing yeah. some of that. I, I get to hear it on a daily basis with, you know, kind of separate conversations mm-hmm. with the three of them. But to get them in the same room, that's, that's going to be fun. Yeah. And it really is. You, uh, you know, you're not from here originally, but mm-hmm. uh, coming here, um, you know, getting, getting a chance to work with those guys, what's something you've noticed? Um, you know, I don't want you to give away – yeah. Give away the night, but what's something you've noticed about the three of those those guys and, and how, how they've been able to do it? So how much they put their faith first and how much they pour into their student athletes. Mm-hmm. I really think that's the, the biggest piece. Yeah. Um, they really love and care for those kids. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I say that that's what's consistent between all three of them. Um, and I think that's what's really made Lumen Christie really special over the years yeah. is that they do pour all their you know, all their themselves into mm-hmm. the into the athlete. And that's that's something that's really special. Like, you yeah. know, his coach Swartout was a, a longtime administrator at Lumen Christie yeah. and uh, as an assistant principal for uh, 20 plus years. Uh, Mike Woolsey taught at Lumen Christie for a long time until he retired. Yeah. Um, and then uh, obviously Herb is still teaching at Lumen Christie and he's taught various different mm-hmm. subjects. I'm sure you had him for, for geography. You know, yeah, geography. Is what uh, and maybe one of my writing <laughs> questions will be about geography for him. <laughs> maybe it will be. And, you know, now he's doing pee. So. Yeah. What's yeah, the capital of China? Peking. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some uh, state uh, champion trivia coaching uh, questions. Uh, what, uh, which of those coaches uh, ran for Congress? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. The only one I could see doing that would be Dave. Dave Swartow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 See, look at that. I know my, <laughs> I know my coaches. Yeah. yeah. I Which one? I got that. one too. Which one won their flight in the city championship in golf? Herb. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Oh. Herb's a good golfer. 
What is uh, Herb and Mary Pat's favorite restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> that I, you know, that I don't know. No, no, same, it's the same as our favorite restaurant. It's Steve's Ranch. <laughs> oh, Steve's Ranch. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. That was the first. That was the first place I met anybody at Lumen Christie for. Really? Yep. We did a Crowley golf outing in uh, July when yeah. I first got here. And it was uh, 7 a.m. at Steve's Ranch with Ed Scott and Steve Dunnigan. Very cool. So, Jerry Sykes. So. so this, I would imagine you're going to have a full house, but yeah. uh, right now tickets are st still available for this. Yeah, right? tickets are still available. Yep, we, uh, we'll probably cut off ticket sales the day before. Um, but, uh, yeah, with tickets are still available. We can hold up mm -hmm. to 300, and we're, uh, we're getting there. So get online. You can buy your tickets uh, through the link that's uh, attached on the Lumen Christie social media. And, and this, Jesse, is not just intended for uh, the Lumen Christie community. This no, is yeah. intended for the entire community. Um, so if you're a young coach at Michigan Center, Hillsdale, it doesn't matter. Yep. Or if you're just interested, you, you, you can certainly attend. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Just great, right. for, great for these young coaches to get out and do yeah. that. I really suggest it for youth coaches. It'd be yeah. a big part of yeah, finding out sure. what those, that culture really is and how to, how to work through those things. Yeah, what a great opportunity mm -hmm. to, to honor all three and to, to, to hear from them as, as well. Is Mike Ramker going to be there? Mike Ramker is going to be there. I was with him last night, and he said he's going to he's going to be there, and he's going to ask some questions. So <laughs> he's got some he said he's mind. got some questions for the three. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. still coaching. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I saw basically Mike and Jesse coaching last night together a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Sitting on the bench at the seventh grade game. Yeah. So. All right. What's uh, on the athletic calendar this week? Mm. Any big games? Uh, we uh, it's Northwest, oh. so it's Northwest week in basketball. Um, so that'll be fun. Mm -hmm. So we're over there. It's uh, you know I was talking with Chris this weekend, and um, it's their snow fest. So be a be a good one on Friday night. Yeah. So that's really a probably we're on the we don't have a game tonight, so we're off tonight uh, for basketball. Um, wrestling team districts up at uh, Dansville on uh, Wednesday. So good luck to our wrestlers, and as we start getting closer to the postseason in a lot of our sports. So awesome, awesome. Well, we're looking forward to it. It is the night of champions, and. Uh, you can still buy tickets, visit the Lumen Christie website, or give Lumen Christie a call. Jesse Brown, thanks so much for being with us today. Hey, thanks for having me on. More of The Morning Show after this quick break. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Our uh, next guests are the winners of the Jackson County Chamber of Commerce Omanitashi Award that was presented last Thursday evening at the Night of Distinction. Owner of Culver's and Jackson, Karen Richard, and General Manager, Kira Hurley. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Appreciate it. Look at this This thing. is... That this sucker was, is heavy. Where, where are you going to put it? In our trophy case. Yeah. It was... It already, uh, we took it out of the trophy okay. case to bring it okay. here. It was made by Crimson Oak. Very nice. Yeah. Was Very it? cool. Yeah. Yes. A little stamp on the back. Nice. Um, anyone who's ever visited your restaurant, I think, understands um, why you won this award and you win this award. But uh, that just doesn't happen overnight, does it? No. No. Talk a little bit about building, uh, you know, building that culture and and uh, you know, having all of your staff follow, follow that lead? Well, 
You know, a lot of it is the Culver system. Mm -hmm. um, it's very hospitality driven. Um, it has been since the day they started. That was one of the first things that impressed me when yeah. I first went to a Culver's. Um, you should get that same experience in many restaurants, but the reason why I think ours, I know ours, um, is a touch above is because of this lady right yeah. here. Yeah. She, you know, runs it like she owns it, mm -hmm. and the team members are her kids. We've got kids in their 70s. We've got kids yeah. uh, 14, 15 that are just learning how to start working. So, yeah, she, she does a fantastic job. So the award uh, recognizes um, an organization that excels in taking care of visitors, which equals return visitors to Jackson. And uh, you see more people from out of town probably mm. than anyone in Jackson. And uh, it's important to give them a good experience so that they remember that exit in Jackson. It is, yeah. We want to make sure that we're representing Jackson well. Um, you know, they get right off the highway and they may only be coming to Culver's when yeah. they're in Jackson. So that may be the only experience that they get. Yeah, and I've been there when you've had uh, like soccer teams and hockey teams and you know, tour buses going yeah. to the casino. <laughs> yeah. But that's really uh, that's maybe like you said, curious. Their only uh, exposure to Jackson, mm -hmm. but it's a great it's a great experience, and it really does reflect uh, on the whole community. Right, it's a popular exit. You know, a lot of people, in fact, when I was younger, we used that exit as our get-off exit yeah. for gas, mm -hmm. you know, or a snack, but um, it's probably the most populated exit, you yeah. know, from a, from a guest standpoint in yeah. Jackson. So you've got to go to Battle Creek before you find one as busy, mm -hmm. so. Kira, you, uh, you've been at Culver since 2008. Mm -hmm. um, you must love it, but uh, the staff must, must love you. Talk a little bit about uh, how you manage and, and uh, work with all those kids, whether they're age 16 to 70. I mean, it really is, I mean, it's different every day. Yeah. You know, they have personalities and they're not afraid to show them, which I guess just shows that they feel safe enough mm. to show who they are. Um, so it keeps every day interesting. Yeah absolutely love the the people that I get a chance to work with. That's cool. And you uh, really um, demonstrate uh, inclusion, equity, belonging in your hiring. You uh, give people uh, from all walks of life at any age uh, a, an opportunity and I've recognized that they really appreciate that and how they're treated by the ownership and, and management is reflected in how they treat customers and it's awesome customer service there is awesome thank we you. yeah thank you we work with a lot of organizations in Jackson to bring on disabled and or um, special needs folks and uh, they stay because we love them mm -hmm. um, the you know the community loves them and they do a super job so it's it's fun it's it's a blast we have people that have been there since we opened the first day that are still yeah. working there what year did Which, you open? 17 years ago, we put a shovel in the ground in May. Mm. Can you believe it? Wow. No. I, I can't even, you were just a child then. Well, no. <laughs> we, uh, I told, um, I mentioned at the, uh, at the gala awards uh, banquet that, um, or presentation when we got this award, that when we put a shovel in the ground back 17 years ago that we dedicated the business to the Lord and asked only 
that we would be a safe place for folks to work. And you know, to this day, we've never been robbed. We've never had any serious uh, illnesses, slips and falls. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's been a blessing. It's, we are, we are blessed. We really are. What's the flavor of the day? Turtle. Oh. Turtle, oh. Tuesday. Turtle Tuesday. Turtle Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> but we did bring you some coupons. Very nice. Because nice. I, we couldn't cook. Yeah. Well, the other day, Karen asked me, what should I bring you for food uh, on the morning show? And I said, well, you're not at uh, a breakfast place yet. So <laughs> I would have taken a shrimp Hopefully dinner. Hopefully we'll never get there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not interested in breakfast. Yeah, that, that, that seems to be a, a different animal of itself. And oh, my goodness. Like, yeah, I got there one night um, when you were open till 10. Um, and, of course, during the pandemic, you were very popular, and you uh, did all kinds of things to accommodate. Oh, doubled the, uh, doubled the drive there. Yeah, yeah. That little, we, call, we call her Georgia because she was built in Georgia and shipped in. Ah. So, But I, was, I w- went to go in, it was like one minute before 10, and the, they were about to lock, and they said, oh, no, come on in, we're still open. And they treat you like uh, it's... There's two hours to close. What are you doing closing. out at one I don't to recommend <laughs> you <laughs> trying to go to Culver's <laughs> at one to ten. No, it was the frozen custard. Oh, you oh, tried getting okay. in line. Yeah. Something Probably. before you went to bed, huh? Yeah, it's a yeah. it's one of my favorite uh, summer stops in for uh, well, I call it ice cream, but it's sure, always sure. frozen custard. Well, you know, if you work the drive-through at night, it, very frequently you'll see pajamas. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> And it's uh, coming up the, uh, the fish sandwich season. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, yes. Lent's right around the corner. Walleye. You guys are going to have walleye? Yes. Again. Everybody waits all year for it. Yeah. It's really short term because we can only get what we can get. It's mm. Canadian walleye. Uh, Craig Culver prefers that. It has a lower um, mercury count, actually. Mm-hmm. And so what we get is what we get. And when it's gone, it's gone. And we will not make it to Easter this year, uh-huh. I guarantee you. But it will be in the building <laughs> on Thursday, <laughs> but she's not selling it till next week. Okay. Okay, keep us posted, Kira. Has, gotcha. Craig, has Craig Culver been to the Jackson Culver's? Many times. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Many times. Does he just, is it like a uh, secret shopper kind of thing? Or is you know, sometimes he's in for a reason. He flies into Jackson Airport, and, mm-hmm. okay. and we go pick him up, or he grabs a car, or, okay. yeah. Oh, that's over. handy. Well, let's yeah. have I him should. over. Yeah. I should. He's a wonderful guy. Seems like a very nice guy. I'm sure. He's, he's super. He yeah, interviewed me before I, I uh, became an owner. That's really? awesome. I had to pass his, his interview, and oh. it was not easy. So well, they want to make Good sure guy. They, they obviously they, picked the right person. Yeah, definitely. You're so kind. Yeah. Actually, I was, headed, I was in Howell, headed to Monroe to look for sites. And we got a call from Culver's in home office that said, what do you think about Jackson? Someone just called and asked for one. And so sure enough, we drove <laughs> to Jackson, found this site, and never made it to Monroe. Wow. Or that's house. Awesome. So yeah. But I do want to give a shout out to Craig mm-hmm. uh, Hatch and Rachel and the team at Experience Jackson and Tim Booth, you know, Haley and Amanda, the whole nine yards, Kelly. They are an amazing group of people who are doing a super job with the chamber. So this award came from Experience Jackson, and I got to spend two years on the board at Experience Jackson when I was chair Mm -hmm. for the chamber, and uh, they're just wonderful people. 
And congratulations from uh, Jackson Kane and Fudge Factory and JTV oh, nice. for your Thank award you. as well. Hey, Dad, I'll be right over with this in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being here, and uh, congratulations on this well-deserved award. Thank you. Thank Hi, you. Mom. Hi, Thank Dad. You. They're watching this morning. Karen and Kira from Culver's. More of the morning show right after this break. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Yesterday at the end of the show, we did a few would you rather questions mm -hmm. and uh, they didn't really go like I thought. So I wanna ask you, um, this will be interesting. I'm going to give you the same questions. Would you rather have bad gas or always have a really dry mouth? Which is interesting because I think you have both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't know what a dry mouth feels like, so it's hard to say because I don't really have that problem. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So bad gas? Well, it depends. What do you define bad gas and for like what's the duration? Like you have to keep going outside or away? And <laughs> the duration is the rest of your life. Oh, no. I, I would... Probably the dry, dry mouth, because you can do something about that. Would you rather, this is probably an easy one in the answer. Uh, would you rather go without shampoo or toothpaste the rest of your life? Toothpaste, or shampoo. Yeah, yeah shampoo. Because you can use regular song. soap for shampoo. Yeah. Would you rather sing a song in front of your closest friends or no one you knew? Uh... No one I knew. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that actually. <laughs> yeah, karaoke, <laughs> kung fu fighting oh, yeah. in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that was that. Yep. So. Suddenly by Billy Ocean. That's my karaoke song. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. No. It's hard. Uh, we, it's have hard a, uh, we have a great show tomorrow morning. Please join us. Jerry Jarzinka from the prosecuting office along with Mike Hurst from Andy's Angels and Matt Aubin and Yvette Wilkie with the third annual Black Excellence Awards. Later today, uh, Jerry Jarzinka, uh, it's Jerry Jarzinka week, yes. JTV. Lynch Travis, Kristen Shields, Liz Breed, Don Ioka, Lisa Kreiderman, Vic McDermott, Alexandra Garcia, and Hannah Gretzner all lined up for today. We'll see you at one.